We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock, fearless co-host. Is he at his house? Is he in a broom closet? We'll find out today and more. Happy Juneteenth, everybody, and welcome to the show. Johnny, what's going on? I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, yeah, not a, not a whole lot going football-wise. Our friends over at PHNX Suns can't even take a day off. Mm-hmm. Just adding another superstar to the lineup in Bradley Beal. While the Arizona Cardinals seem... Like they're pretty content with where their roster is going forward in the training camp. Couple tweaks, little minor tweaks here and yeah. there. Don't expect any big splashes, uh, but uh, looking forward to maybe what they'll add. But there's certainly some guys on this roster that uh, 2023 is going to be a big year. Absolutely, and uh, you might be thinking to yourself, you know, it's mid to late June. It's not training camp yet. What real pressure is facing this team and individual players on? I think there's a ton of pressure. And that's what we want to open the show with today, because I think it's the case of usual suspects and then maybe some guys that you wouldn't think of being under pressure for the Arizona Cardinals, who is under the most pressure to perform for this team, not over the lifespan, 2023, 2024, 2025. No, no, no. This fall, who needs to perform? Whether it's JG, whether it's Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. It's Hollywood Brown now as wide receiver number one. So I wanted to open it up. To my co-host, who do you believe on this roster right now? Because I've always kind of teased who I'm going to say. I put it out on Twitter at Johnny Venerable, retweeted at PHNX underscore Cardinals. Who do you believe is under the most pressure for the Cardinals, number one atop your list? I would say Marquise Hollywood-Brown. Okay. I think that there's a lot of pressure on him to perform. There's been some big dollar deals going to some wide receivers. He's kind of on a fringe of the tiers as far as where he's going to be viewed across the league. How does the team view him? Uh, you know, I, I know that a, a lot of people think that the layup is, is Isaiah Simmons. Obviously, Kyler Murray's in that conversation. You look at the offensive line, I think D.J. Humphreys it has uh, a first-round pick that's that's nipping at his heels. But I think Hollywood Brown is going to have a definitive top role, and he's going to have to produce – Without Kyler Murray early in the season, obviously there's pressure on Kyler, but I think that there is a ton of pressure on Hollywood Brown. with Colt McCoy potentially throwing him in the football. Maybe somebody else will get into that later in the show. Uh, Tease, tease. But 
or Keith Hollywood Brown at, at this point, uh, I think that he can really set himself up for the future. He could secure himself uh, the bag here in the desert or set himself up to hit the free agent market and make a ton of money. But he's on a $13 million, you know, the fifth year option of his rookie deal, prove it season for a new regime. I think that that's the most pressure. Yeah, and while he, that's not my pick, he's in he's in a, a class with with a group of guys, undoubtedly, that's under the most pressure because uh, you you talk about a player who's undersized, right? Who's been hurt, but when he's on the field, he's as explosive as anybody, and was once upon a time a first round pick out of Oklahoma the same year Kyler Murray went first overall back in 2019. So he's still relatively young, and you would assume, you know, if he can put it together this year he should get a nice payday and, and somebody should be paying for his peak years. Cause I do think what did him a disservice a little bit was the offense by Greg Roman and company in Baltimore, I think hampered his ability to show that he, he, he can shine as a, not only a number one receiver, but a, a number one receiver in a traditional offense. That's not mm-hmm. 60, 65, 70% run heavy um, with a little bit of play action mixed in. And I think we saw that in the first half, first quarter of last season before he went down, unfortunately, in the Seattle game. Had he sustained that all season, he probably is putting up 1,200 yards last year. Had he not gone down, even with the return of DeAndre Hopkins, I think we're having a very different conversation. I think a lot of people would be clamoring along with Buda Baker, De- or uh, Hollywood Brown needs extended. Keep Hollywood Brown. He's a good player. It doesn't matter he was acquired by the old regime, but because of that injury, there are remaining questions. So, again, he's not my choice but I do understand it. And I also understand like there's also a steep drop off after Hollywood Brown. You know, we we were infatuated with, with Michael Wilson. This podcast is, but mm-hmm. he's yet to play a down of NFL football. I think the, the lowest of low expectations are with Rondell Moore with this fan base right now, because fool me once, shame on you fool me twice last year. It's like, we're done. We hope to be, it's like the Hassan Reddick of a couple of years ago. It's like, whatever you get, that's great. And then they, he becomes a pro bowl, you know, outside linebacker. And then, you know, we like Greg Dortch, but, you know, is he going to get the necessary targets? Kyle Odegaard, friend of the program, had an interesting um, tweet today saying he had the most separation of any receivers when he consistently got thrown the football. There are options, Zach Pascal, but there's it's it's clear. It's Hollywood Brown as 1A and 1B, and then you're kind of letting the chips fall where they may. And if there are some, some Sundays, which we expect, where this offense is – Going to be limited running the football. Teams are going to stack the box. You need Hollywood Brown to win one-on-one, Bo. Yeah, you absolutely do. And he doesn't want to continue, and you made a good point, he doesn't want to continue to kind of be a bit of a question mark at the wide receiver position. Like, was he yeah. a guy that was in, in the wrong system in Baltimore all those years? He, he on a, In a sample size, he produced with the Arizona Cardinals uh, and then coming out back from the, the injury, you know, you don't want him to have to go hit the free agent market and say, oh, well, we still don't know what Hollywood Brown is in this league. Is mm-hmm. he is he like a is he a Juju Smith Schuster tier guy? Is or is he is he better than that? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, are you gonna have to say, well, we still don't know because Colt McCoy was throwing the ball for eight, nine, ten games in the 2023 season. We didn't we get a chance that he's gotta make it undeniable at this point. Yeah. Uh really, you know getting the ball in his hands, doing what Amari Cooper was able to do with Jacoby Brissett in this offense, uh, you know, similar to to Cleveland's offense. Obviously, some concepts Drew Petzing brought with him. Also, we know it's going to be a little bit of San Francisco and Philly in the shotgun, which Philly in the shotgun is electric if you look at any of the tape there. Uh, and Hollywood Brown has, as a to, to your point, a huge opportunity as far as there's a whole bunch of guys with a lot – 
less known about them and way more questions than answers behind him as far as this receiving core. So no matter who is the quarterback, uh, they're going to uh, – that's a little insulting, isn't it, J.C.? <laughs> you got Whiteside and Michael Wilson game to mirror each other? I hope not. But, yeah, I, I think that Hollywood Brown, the pressure is on, and it's not exactly – you know, tell me if you heard this – you know, before he's not exactly in the ideal situation, you know, for the fifth time in his career. So at some point people are going to say, well, maybe he's just this guy. Maybe that's yeah. just what, you, what you get. And I think he's got to prove some people wrong in order to like, he's going to make money. Like he's going to find work going forward, right. but he can, he can carve out, you know, make a name for himself in this league as a big play receiver this season. Yeah, your last point hit the nail on the head for where I'm going to go with with my choice and can this player make money with a down year or not. But first, some of these comments are fantastic. Bees, who's the Bradley Beal the NFL? It's funny you should ask that. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Of course, if you've been living under a rock, the Phoenix Suns add Bradley Beal to go along with Kevin Durant. The Matt Ishbia phase of the Phoenix Suns is, is off and running. What would be the equivalent for the Arizona Cardinals? We're going to talk about that. Dane in the chat, Trey McBride breakout season. I think Trey's under a little bit of pressure, but I think I think he's going to produce because he's always produced when giving volume targets. So you love mm-hmm. to see that. Han shot first. I hadn't seen this, I but I had heard about this. I wonder if this is uh, kind of falsified a little bit by Twitter because it's filled with just a bunch of kooks. But do you believe Hollywood when he said Kyler had a growth spurt? Kyler is not allegedly over six, now allegedly over six feet now. I don't believe that uh, because – if Kyler grows in his 20s, why didn't I grow in my 20s? Could I grow in my 30s as a 35-year-old, 5'6", grown adult man? But um, all right, so my choice is Isaiah Simmons. Can I say I something about that? Yeah. I, I think that maybe – like Drew Petzing is not a tall man. Like their offensive no. coordinator. We're the same height. Mm, I, I think you might be a little taller than Drew Petzing. I mean, K- Kyler looks like an absolute – like he just – he just is – Huge compared. He dwarfs. Yeah, he absolutely dwarfs Drew Petzing, and uh, maybe that's why. Maybe people are seeing Kyler next to old Drew Petzing, and they think Was that, that why he's hired. Potentially, <laughs> I saw Drew Petzing in the mic'd up thing that the Cardinals did. They did a good job with JG, yeah. and JG tried to go over and talk to Drew Petzing. He's like, "Are you mic'd up? Get away from me!" It was yeah. hilarious. Um, well, remember what uh, JG told us in Indy when we were talking yeah. to him about the offense, and he's like, "You know, Petzing hates me because I always tell." way too much as far as the scheme and stuff. He doesn't want him to, he's kind of like not Belichick, Belichick in like, but he doesn't want to divulge anything. He doesn't want to give anybody any edge. He wants everything to be shown. Like you're going to find out week one. Yeah, that's great. Nick Rallis, I think we're all high on eventually. He's going to be a good defensive coordinator. I, I have a sneaking suspicion like we're the offense is going to overachieve this year because of that bald-headed man, but we'll talk about that later on. All right, so my pick is Isaiah Simmons. I think he's under the most pressure to perform this year, and not even for the Cardinals, but for himself because of what you just talked about. Like, if Isaiah Simmons doesn't perform well this year, like, what is his NFL future? Like, Hollywood Brown... If he puts up 800 yards, 900 yards, he'll get a contract. He might even get a nice contract, depending on you know how many games he plays, his yards per catch, his explosiveness. Isaiah Simmons plays what position? We think slot corner, maybe safety. He's moved around a bunch. Like, do NFL teams value that in the form of fully guaranteed seven, eight-figure contracts? No, they do not. And so, if he does not go out there and you know set the world on fire as potentially a part-time player he, he's he's not a base starter right now he might be but he's not currently like what is his nfl future like is it crazy to say and i know everybody 
everybody always says I'm a hater, but I'm just putting this out there. Like if Isaiah Simmons has a meh year, like mm-hmm. he's a year to year, one year contract moving forward for, yeah. for, for a guy that was drafted eighth overall, he is not getting multi-year deals. He's getting come in and you know, he might get three, five, $6 million here or there, but teams will just say, do you fit what we want to do? Can we use you? Or is this a year to year thing? I, I think it's a year to year thing for Isaiah Simmons. Now where I think he could push back on that if he goes out and and really sets a fire under him under JG and company and has a phenomenal year statistically and, and becomes an analytic darling. We reviewed his PFF grade and coverage on Friday. Check that out over the weekend. We, we put it up as an individual clip. It's doing well. If he sets the world on fire and has a great PFF year, I do think that that will help his case, obviously, because I, I'm just very much of the mindset, like I don't think he's going to be here past 2023. I think Simmons is playing for a new contract with a different team. And man, if you're thinking about, well, he's moving to a new position yet again, and he's not a full-time player. I don't think there's a player on the team that has to do more with their snaps this year than Isaiah Simmons. I I just don't know if he thrives in the slot. Like what does that do for potential suitors? What what does that do for them? I mean, what's what's the what's the I tried looking up the highest paid slot corners on Friday and I couldn't find a list. Does Jair Alexander play slot corner? Because that he's outside. He's more outside. So Um, he he was the highest paid. Ira Murphy, you know, was a guy that thrived in the slot. Uh, People really liked his ability to play. More yeah, inside on the you know as far as outside corner, but there was never a break between his greatness outside of injury from LSU right. into I, Kansas City. I think that you know Isaiah Simmons, unfortunately for him, you know, and, and this is why I picked Hollywood Brown over him because I think Hollywood Brown, as far as millions and millions upon millions of dollars, yeah, like he could stand to make a ton and and, and maybe you know Good a nice chunk of change to where I think Isaiah Simmons, even if he thrives, I just don't know like. What's he going to get? Like when we saw guys at the inside linebacker position, the off-ball linebacker position, you know, get the bag, like a TJ Edwards. Um, what do you get, three for 18? Like I, I just don't know, like if there's going to be a robust, you know, market to make a ton of money for him. You know, there might be some some suitors out there that that view him as making a bunch. Our, our producer Shane say Marlon Humphrey's making $10 million. I would say that Marlon Humphrey, like they rely more upon him than than playing just primarily nickel. Like he he'll be in the base, like for yeah. Baltimore, right? He'll be in their base defense. Where Isaiah Simmons, I don't even think you can you can say that. Like Jalen Ramsey moves around a, a little bit more. Jalen Ramsey's going to start. I don't think we can say that for Isaiah Simmons. I, I know we moved him from the linebacker spot, but I think his future for the next couple years is going to be like because you're white. Like he's not gonna get like because your white went from this from L.A. Chargers to Philly, nothing right, making nothing, had to prove himself, and then still got like a two-year, twelve million dollar deal from the Arizona Cardinals. I just don't know like if he's got an ability unless he like somehow overnight turns into this this undeniable playmaking defender that's a Swiss Army knife that JG can deploy. It's just it seems unfeasible for me. I just we're I don't think we're close to this point, but I think. And Isaiah Simmons doesn't need advice from me, especially financial advice. But doesn't it feel like if it works under Jonathan Gannon and they have a vibe and he buys in, it's just like, well, could you resign here and double down and do it again next year and then really solidify yourself, yourself, especially if, let's say, Buda Baker is not around or Jalen Thompson's not around or they they lose a corner to the free agency or they just 
it almost feels like Isaiah going elsewhere. He would have to start over again. And it's yeah. like, you know, JG and Nick Rallis are going to coordinate this defense in 2024. It's like the smart money. If I'm his agent, I'm just like, Hey, make it work this year. Even these people didn't dictate your fifth year option because they don't like you as a person. They did it financially and they need to make sure the pieces of the puzzle fit. You're asking a lot. I think of other teams to look at Simmons and say, well, that'll translate beautifully into yeah. our, into our defense because he's not the same player he was coming out of Clemson. He's not projected the same way. He's had a complete, you know, reshaping of, of where um, most people thought he would be. Um, so here, here's one I'm going to push back on. Cause I, I think this was the conventional answer of a lot of people um, and libertarian Sasquatch puts it out there. Kyler is definitely under the most pressure specifically if we and the Texans blow and don't have a good season. Here's why I'm going to push back on that. Cause that is, that's the obvious answer. If you ask people who's on the most, well, it's gotta be Kyler Murray. They have downplayed Kyler Murray's impact to this season so much so that a lot of people don't think he's going to play at all. So if that's the case, I don't know how he's under pressure. I think, I think Kyler Murray is playing with house money this year. If he come back, it comes back and looks good. Then I think everybody's like, well, look at Kyler. He worked his butt off. He came back. Even if he's not playing great, it's like, well, he just came back off an ACL. Let's give him some time. He got his contract, Bo Brock. This is a new regime. Like, I I think that, again, if they end up with a top pick, Caleb Williams, I think, will be the choice via Houston or Arizona. But if Kyler plays good football, like, another team's going to take him on. I yeah. Because he's got financial security, mm-hmm. and if he gets on the field, I think he'll prove people wrong with the narrative that, you know, it, it was his fault, not Cliff Kingsbury's. To me, I, I, I don't think that Kyler's under a lot of pressure. I, th- I think he's out to prove to himself and to everybody else what kind of player he can be. But I think people have written off Kyler already. It's over. And so now it's just about reshaping his image. Yeah, I even think I saw in a, like a Father's Day post and his stories on Instagram, he was, he's almost got like a chip on his shoulder, like mm-hmm. him and his dad are going to prove everybody wrong. Uh, so he's, he's not, he's not lacking motivation as far as pressure. I mean, there's always, anytime you sign a deal like that, I, I think it's, it's built in, right. When you're, when yeah. you're in 230 and a half million dollar contract, uh, and, and you got, you know, $50 million cap hit the following season, potentially $46 million dead cap hit to go away. You know, I think the pressure is, it's, it's there. Um, but you know, I think that these, these other guys, they don't have the luxury of, a point into their deal and saying, yeah, at least, you know, I, I got paid like Isaiah Simmons, Marquise Hollywood Brown, like their free agency. They, they don't have any guaranteed money going forward and they, they've got to carve something out for them. Um, there, there's some other interesting names. I, I, I know you mentioned DJ Humphreys, I, you know, with, with Paris Johnson there uh, nipping at his heels. It's going to be interesting to see like, you know, the only, coming off a of back injury, his age, uh, obviously when he was healthy, he performed last year, zero sacks surrendered had a few penalties here and there, but you know, played really well. Uh, is, is the pressure going to be on him to do things that he can't even control and stay healthy? You know, that's, that's, that's interesting to me. Anybody else stand out for you? I mean, there, yeah. there's Zayvon Collins, you know, Zayvon Collins is in the spot that Isaiah was in last year where they've got to make a decision on his fifth year option this fall, this next, this next off season. And we'll see what, yeah. what uh, he can do as far as a new position. But with Zavin, I think the benefit for him is he's played a lot in these last couple of years, his first year, not so much, but last year he played a ton, right? He's an every down player. And then you think about Bo, he is moving unlike Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah, depending on where he slot corner of safety, Zayvon Collins is playing a premium position now, and I'm sure he's got dollar signs lit up. Like if I can get to eight sacks, 
somebody signing me to a multi-year contract. I've got, I'm just now getting my momentum. I'm a first round pick. So, you know, the talent's there, the athleticism is there. Of course he's younger. I don't think he's, I mean, unless he just completely flames out. I'm going to tell you right now, a player I brought up earlier um, that I think is under immense pressure and that's Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore, unlike Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins and some of these guys, Humphreys has not made a bunch of money in the NFL. His, his, his salary in the NFL after his rookie contract in the second round was like under $5 million, like $4.5 million. Let's say I, let's say Rondell Moore is hurt this year. Doesn't play much. And we know he's not a fit. They want guys over six foot. Unless you're a beast like, you know, Greg Dorch and you're playing through injury. I'm telling you right now, if, if Rondell Moore is injured, I think he's a cut candidate. So if he's a cut candidate, you're going to miss out on some of that money. He'll he'll become Isaiah year to year, but lesser because at least Isaiah is not injured. He's he's contributed some, I think, bloated statistics. I don't think it tells the entire story, but he's got stati- you go look at Isaiah Simmons ESPN.com statistical profile. It's impressive. That's now Rondell Moore. And mm-hmm. Rondell Moore also, you can point and say, well, Rondell, you haven't been healthy since 2018. Any yeah. team that signs Rondell Moore is going to be low, like toward the vet minimum. So I think financially, you mentioned Hollywood Brown. I mentioned Isaiah Simmons. Rondell Moore is in that group too. And it's just unfortunate because all these guys were supposed to be part of the next generation of, of the Arizona Cardinals, and they could be. But th- those were moves that happened relatively recent in the Kime era. All those guys could be gone. All those guys could be flamed out. You know, I put in the in the teaser for the show like James Conner, Zach Ertz. But then you think about it more. It's like those guys made their money. The, James Conner is going to get paid $10 million this year. Zach Ertz has had multiple contracts. He's in his 30s. Like those guys are made men in the NFL, even if they get cut, they'll get another cup of coffee with another team. I the, the, the players that are under the most pressure are the unproven guys on rookie deals that were maybe self-sabotaged a little bit by the prior regime. And now it's like, what am, what are we doing here? We're in limbo period. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of who else fits that profile. Um, you know, I, I think Marco Wilson's poised, especially how he performed at the end of last oh, year. Money you know, to, to make some money and, and can really, I don't know if the pressure's on him. I think he can only, you know, really do something really good for himself financially this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who else fits that? You know, James Connors made his money. This previous contract set himself up. Zach Ertz set himself up. I liked uh, whoever brought Trey McBride, who's, you know, he's going into his second year. Um, who else? I can't, I can't put Rashad Lawrence or Lecky Foto in that group because they were fourth rounders. You know, at that point, it's like you got to fight for everything. It's the top picks. It's to your point, Zaven, who I think is in a good spot. I because I think Zaven loves football. You know, I've all we've always had questions: Does Isaiah Simmons love football, right, or does he love what football provides? We've heard that. That's not us fabricating things. So it's like Isaiah Simmons, Rondell Moore. Hollywood Brown, three recent acquisitions. But of all those players, Hollywood has at least – he's got a 1,000-yard receiving season under his belt. And and we saw it with Christian Kirk where he got overpaid because the usage was a concern in Arizona, and we thought, okay, he can project over that. And Jacksonville was forward-thinking. Like, I think the same thing could happen to a lesser extent. Hollywood Brown plays 17 games this year. He's going to get a nice contract. For me, it's just the war of attrition. Can you stay healthy? So, I don't know. It – 
There are some guys with some targets on their back. I want to get to this question here. Han shot first, Bo. You're at practice every day. It's suddenly a robust group at this position. Are you surprised Dennis Gardeck with a salary that's not nothing? It's $5 million, and on the Cardinals, that's, that's a high salary in 2023. Are you surprised Dennis Gardeck is still on the team? They, they've shown that they value special teams. I think that they, you know, if you're looking for something that's going to be a strength, they've got some guys that have excelled at teams, including yeah. Gardeck. Um, and at the very least, he can be a guy that that they know can can kind of hold down that position. And if they get any kind of if he works his way back into a pass rush role, then fine. I, I think that it's something they're willing to kind of take the chance on with him because otherwise they probably would have made the move back in March before things guaranteed for Gardeck uh, in his contract. So I, I think he's going to at least have a chance to make this team at the very least makes it as a, as a special teams ace. And then can he, can he carve out, you know, this, do the guys that they're anticipating, you know, taking advantage of the, an opportunity at pass rush, Zavin, Cameron Thomas, Majay Sanders, BJ Ujolari. If, if any of those guys slip up, you know, Gardeck's one of those guys that, that he can, you know, endear himself to a coaching staff in a front office enough just because of his work ethic from working at McDonald's playing at South Dakota and, and, you know, make it into the NFL that, that he might, you know, it, he's not making that much money to where, you know, uh, Monty Osport's like, we got to get this guy off the books. Like th- they're, they're content paying him and he can make this roster. Certainly, you know, is he going to, is he going to work his way into the pass rush rotation? I think that still is something that you probably, it's probably a, a, a far-fetched at this point, just looking at how, G, what JG wants from that position. He's he's got I think three point five million base salary with about one point five million in, in in bonuses and guarantees and so he is he's paid highly for a special teamer but I don't think he's going to sniff the defensive side of the ball just because of the deterioration of kind of his his opportunity for lack of a better term I think there that group is too robust now yeah. eventually BJ Ojolari is going to sign his rookie contract. We just got finished talking about Zavin. Then you got the two rookies last year that outperformed him. Dennis Gardeck to me, I mean, could he see some defensive snaps? Sure, if there's a specialty package for him, and that's where he was at his best a couple of years ago, the first year Watt was here, that 2021 season. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Bo, can he be a lightning rod on special teams? He's an he's got an infectious personality, as Boston Force says in this in the it chat. Before that, wasn't it 2020? Was it 2020 when he had like seven and a half sacks and not a hundred? Mm-hmm. Less than 100 that, pass rush attempts. I that that was in 2021. Um, because then he got hurt. And t- now you're you might be right. So it's been two seasons removed from that big year, and I just think you know, like when you see guys like Kyler Murray. Yeah, you're right. It was it was 2020, and then he got a nice contract extension in 2021, and then got hurt and has not been the same since. Yeah, and it's just like guys like Kyler Murray who are freaks. Like as routine as ACL surgeries become, like. You know, you, you can re- you can really keep the hope that Kyler Murray is going to come back the same player, right? But when you're guard deck and you're like already maxing out your potential, and you get an ACL injury, like that's where you know, and you lose a half a step or a quarter of a step, and, and that's when you just that's when you kind of lose out. Like I I don't think it's realistic to think hey he can get back to that, but can he con- he continues to play well on teams? He has a role on this team, and uh, you know I just don't know if the dream of, of Gardeck, the barbarian and those, those fun sack dances. I, unfortunately, yeah. I think that those are, those are almost, those days are gone. I mean, we just saw too much good stuff from Ajay Sanders and Cameron Thomas last year. It's like, you they're can't freaks. take snap. They're huge. They're just not, it's not the same ballpark. Yeah. 
BJ Ojolari is the future of that position. You're not moving him. And then, I mean, Zayvon Collins now has played every single practice rep at outside linebacker, edge rusher. I mean, those are four huge, huge men physically and literally that are in, in, in front of Dennis Gardeck. And I think, again, I think Dennis Gardeck can ingratiate himself with the coaching staff by, by lighting it up on teams. And then if he can stay healthy and some of these guys maybe have a miscue or BJ Ojolari has rookie hurdles, which is expected, maybe he can find, um, find an opportunity. But I, I think the biggest thing though is, you know, he's, he's, he's making good money for a team that doesn't have a ton of people making good money. And he just kind of sticks out as an outlier, but mm-hmm. I mean, good, good for him. I'm glad he's had an opportunity to set himself up. Uh, we're going to talk about Clayton tune as he's setting himself up to start week one. But first I want to talk to everybody about our friends at BetMGM, the BetMGM three ball challenge. Of course, BetMGM Sportsbook on the great lawn at state farm stadium, your home of PHNX Cardinals. This fall every single Sunday. Bo and I will be there home and away. We'll be there at BetMGM. Come hang out with us. And in the meantime, this is the stuff that golfers dream of. You and three guests could be teeing off on one of the most legendary courses. If you top the ranks of our PGA BetMGM three ball challenge, take your swing at this free to play challenge by revealing your roster of golfers for each week's tournament. The players with the best performing golfers will snag awesome weekly prizes you're also going to be entered for a shot to win the end of the season grand prize. Listen to this. A foursome at TPC Sawgrass plus Ooh. three grand in withdrawable bonus bucks to use for travel, accommodations, food, beverage, whatever you want to do. That three grand is yours to decide those bonus dollars. Speaking of bonus, we're going to play ball right now with our friends at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Super easy to participate. Log in to the BetMGM Sportsbook app during the entry period, which is right now. And check out the terms and conditions. Go to the promo tab on your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Then access 2023 BetMGM 3-Ball Challenge. You get up to three spins to lock your roster. You only get to do this once. And if you haven't signed up yet, what are you waiting for? Use that bonus code PHNX. We're going to save you some coin in the meantime. For our friends in Arizona, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, Use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to our guy, Shane Diefenbach, producer today, also talking about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day and weekend. If I saw Four Peaks was the place to be. Obviously, they mm-hmm. had the Father's Day brunch. It was unreal. It was on the uh, on the menu there. They had the biscuits and gravy, the steak and eggs, some some you know familiar favorites for your old man. You can't go wrong with those. Also, they had an old fashioned on the menu because Four Peaks does more than just brew their beer right there on location. They've been doing it for over twenty five years. That's what they're known for. But they do so much more. Their menu it's more than just a brewery mem- menu. It's more than just bar food. You got to get over and see it for yourself. From the appetizers to the entrees, you know the garlic cheese beer bread's unbelievable. The Italian beef beer bread. I mean, Johnny loved it so much. He ate mine at the draft party. Couldn't keep his hands off. Never going to hear the end of that. (laughs) And then all the beer that you can think of. You think about their flagship kilt lifter. They even got like a bourbon 
barrel aged kilt lifter, which is so smooth. And they're they're barrel aging so many of their different beers, and there's so much takes it to another level. You got to check that out. But check out everything they've got on tap there, like the Wow Wheat, number one wheat beer in Arizona, Four Peaks, woven within the fabric of our great state, just like PHNX Sports. We're so proud to be partnered with these guys, uh, with everybody over at Four Peaks. This gave over a thousand dollars to some teachers for some teacher supplies. Four Peaks doing a lot of great work for teachers this summer. You really have to respect that. Find out more. They're doing all these different giveaways, all these different events uh, at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram at Four Peaks pub on twitter follow both of those they're essential follows for anybody that's on social media four peaks got to be 21 years or older and enjoy it but you also have to drink it responsibly so i'm on the twitter streets over uh this fine holiday weekend uh first i want to get to this super generous super chat before i get into my story cardinal sin 96 15 thank you so much cardinal sin as of right now do either of you see Toon or McCoy starting in Washington? Perfect transition, Cardinal Sin. Preseason should be fun for this reason. I feel sticking out the most. Uh, great content as always. Well, thank you so much, Cardinal Sin. If you're around for the preseason, we're going to be doing uh, plenty of content. Mr. Bill Brock will be at training camp every day. Go say hello to my better half on my right if you're out of training camp. And uh, we're going to talk about Clayton Toon right now because I'm on the Twitter streets this weekend. And I see a little report from our friends at Roto World, NBC Sports, that said Clayton Toon could be in line to start for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, that's weird because I haven't had a chance to talk to Bo lately. And I know you and I, maybe we want that. We don't, I don't know if we feel like that's on the horizon or not. Maybe Bo has information he's not sharing with me. So I click on the article. And with all due respect to Bob McManaman, Arizona Republic's Bob McManaman, um, that's basically where NBC Sports got this information from was from Bob. And mm-hmm. this is what's from uh, the, the blurb from Bob is um, on Clayton Toon potentially starting over Colt McCoy. All anyone knows for sure is with Kyler Murray expected to miss the portion of next season and Colt McCoy being an obvious injury risk, which this show is obviously pointed out, the door could swing emphasis on could could swing open for Toon to experience his own Brock Purdy type opportunity Considering the offense, the Cardinals wouldn't have to change much if Toon were left to run the show. Uh, and then there's a bunch of stuff about his 40 time and things that are not relevant. But um, so if you if you're scoring at home, you're bingo at home. It's Clayton Toon, Brock Purdy in the same article. Let's check that off real quick here. But with all due respect to Bob McManaman, I'm going to turn it to my my better half, my partner in crime on my left here to debunk this theory. Yeah. I'll say this. Clayton Toon's going to have a tremendous opportunity to win a job this training camp. And it's the backup quarterback position. Okay. I really don't get the sense that the Arizona Cardinals are going to give him the keys to Drew Petzing's offense week one. I really just don't see this. Now, if you look, if you follow this, if you just peel back the onion on this road, was it road wire? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, article. I mean, it was from an AZ central article from May 7th. There's been a lot of practices since then. We've seen Clayton Toon primarily practicing with the twos, and that's fantastic. I think that the Arizona Cardinals want him to outright win the backup spot to Colt McCoy, the incumbent from last year as the backup to Kyler Murray, uh, you know, out of training camp in preseason. But I, I just don't see it. I'm here with Blaine Clark. No chance. Toon is starting uh, is a long shot. You know, he, he is he is a he is a, uh, a good athlete. I guess he's he's going against this, but I just don't think. It's really going to uh, be an opportunity for him to win this thing outright, this st- starting job. And, you know, 
I, I've seen a lot of his practices and it's been uneven. Um, but he, you obviously see the skill set, but to go from a fifth round pick playing in the conference that Houston does, it's not a power five conference, you know, for that, for him to go in there, even with all the production at, at, at for the Cougars at the collegiate level, I think it's unrealistic. I mean, even Brock Purdy was playing in the big 12. He needed some seasoning on the practice side of things before really jumping in there for San Francisco that was in way better shape offensively, offensive line skill positions, probably the best skill positions in the NFL uh, certainly helped uh, Arizona Cardinals. Needless to say, not in that spot. Uh, I just don't think it's conducive to a fifth round pick at a Houston starting, but I think it's somebody that the Arizona Cardinals have high aspirations for. And, and like, I don't want to crush the guy when I think that they think he can be the backup to Kyler Murray for a long time to come. I mean, if he's the backup for Kyler Murray long-term, that's a good fifth-round pick, right? If you can stick around, if he becomes Chase Daniel, right, who has helped Kansas City win some games in, uh, you know, in substitution of Patrick yeah, Mahomes. You guys made yeah. $70 million. Yeah, he's, he's had a good living, if you can get it. Um, in any given Sunday, remember Al Pacino? He started Dennis Quay, Jack Rooney over Jamie Foxx, Willie Beeman. Well, why did he do that? Not because, you know, crusty old Dennis Quaid was better than Willie Beeman, but it was because of experience. They, they were going into that playoff game. It's like, mm-hmm. we can't just thrust Willie Beeman out here. And I, it's a certain rendition of what the Cardinals are doing. The, the Cardinals are on the road in Washington for a team that, I mean, like we think they're going to have some struggles because it's a new regime. The roster has been turned over and they're still going through a rebuild, right? And it's a new offense and a new defense. So the smart conventional play is to go with the veteran. Now, I will put a big fat asterisk to this, Bo Brock, that if Clayton Toon comes out and starts preseason games, let's say they're not going to play Colt McCoy in the preseason. Let's say my shoulder is a little achy, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. I-, I could play. I'm just not going to. And Clayton Toon comes out and has a phenomenal, not great, but phenomenal three-week span in the preseason. I think there's an opportunity there. That's the only way it's happening is when you get on the field because you can see all the practice reps you want and some guys are just different when the games start. And if he's out there scrambling around and making plays, he might force the issue. But right now it is penned in ink for Colt McCoy to start week one in Washington. But to Bob's point, and I hate to knock on Bob because it is an older article, if Colt McCoy goes down, anything's anything's possible. I do not want to see Jeff Driscoll take snaps. I don't want to see David Blau take snaps. I think – the best setup for Clayton Toon is Colt McCoy starts the season. If Colt McCoy goes down or if Colt McCoy struggles, it's easy then to insert Clayton Toon and say, okay, this is what we got. This is the alternative. But it's it's hard to go straight to Clayton Toon without giving Colt McCoy an opportunity if you're Drew Petsing and, and Jonathan Gannon. So um, I would love to see it because I'm here for the chaos. I want you know, I want to be jazzed up on Sunday mornings and, and Sunday afternoons. I've seen enough of Colt McCoy these past few years. But for J.G. and Jonathan Gannon, who want to do what? Play good defense and run the football. Clayton Toon represents maybe some turnovers, whereas Colt McCoy might represent a three and out, and we're going to punt and change field position. I think, I think you know, to, to everybody saying in the chat that, you know, Colt's wash and he, he's given two games max. It's like even if you get two games of Colt McCoy and you get two, two weeks of Clayton Toon uh, prepping to be a starter and, and to just prepare as an NFL player, go through a couple practices beyond mini camps, preseason training camp, and all the, all that is going to be fantastic for for the young man. But 
I think that it's to, to throw them to the Wolves week one, to throw them to Chase Young, to throw them to Deron Payne. Uh, I, I think that that would be borderline irresponsible. I, I, I know that he played a lot at Houston, you know, who also played a lot at the collegiate level, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter was, you know, I don't How'd think we could deny, you know, a third round pick uh, that he was a bit overmatched. And we still don't know like what, to, to expect from Desmond Ritter. Malik Willis played a lot of Liberty, a lot, a lot yeah. of Liberty, and was just a com- was completely overwhelmed last year for Tennessee. And he didn't start the season no. for Tennessee. I mean, these I'm, coaches I'm are with Brett. these guys every day. I'm with Rhett Brown here. He says Colt has some in the tank. You know, I, I think Colt, he, he will be healthy for the most part, depending on how they get him ready during the preseason. I don't expect him to get, you know, a, a ton of reps in, in games and take too many shots. Uh, you know, 37 years old. I understand the skepticism as far as his ability to stay healthy, but like when we've seen Colt McCoy with time to prepare, and I, I just don't know if there's a quarterback right now that's healthy that that could run Petsing's offense uh, as as well as Colt right now. And like that's not a great you know testament to the Arizona Cardinals, right, and, and where mm-hmm. they are currently. But that's just facts. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so there's a, a a message earlier or a, a chat from earlier that I want to go back to and producer Shane, you don't have to grab it, but somebody pointed out 98, seven had, had put out that they think Kyler Murray is going to be back between weeks five and week eight, um, which is what has been consistent with this program. And our thought process is Kyler Murray's got a good chance to come back early to mid October is, is what we're, we're kind of banking on. And I, I do think Colt McCoy early in the season could be a nice bridge to that. Now, do I think he's going to go 5-0 and if Kyler Murray comes back in week five? No. But, I mean, how many times over the course of these last couple years have, have there been fans that said, well, let's just let Colt McCoy play until he's not hot anymore. Ride the hot hand, right? That was a, Those were conversations that were happening. I mean, like, Colt McCoy, if you – let's just say a hypothetical here. And they've got some winnable, obtainable games early in their schedule. Playing the NFC East, for God's sakes. If Colt McCoy plays five games and goes two and three and you hand it off to Kyler Murray, and suddenly there's going to be a lot of people feeling a lot better about this 2023 season, albeit in a rebuilding year. Now, is Colt McCoy going 0 and 5? And is it is it a disaster? And then at that point, do you, you hold off bringing back Kyler Murray if it looks ugly? I think a lot of this depends on the optics, but I, I would be surprised if before Kyler Murray comes back, we don't get a couple, hey, Colt McCoy looked good this on this day. It may not lead directly to wins, but how many times has Colt McCoy looked awful in the Arizona Cardinal uniform? It's just he doesn't blow us away. It's like two touchdowns a pick, one touchdown a pick. I think that's a bit rhetorical. I I don't think he's looked – you know, he's had some bad games. Obviously, he's been overmatched as far as what he's had. Was there any point where, like, the Arizona Cardinals outright lost the game because of Colt Well, that's what I'm saying. I I don't think that that's the case. I think he he is what he is. Better than Colt? Like, that's absurd. Blau is 0-7 as a starter in his career. Well, I think – I'll back up Blaine here. Blau looked pretty good in Atlanta and at least can move around a little bit. But those were – that was that was two teams at the end of the year waving the white flag. He's He's won three football games in the last two seasons and six starts. Like – and I, I think nobody's going to prepare better than him. Nobody's going to have his offense more prepared. He's going to have his defense prepared. Like Colt McCoy, right now, like he's the back. He's the quintessential backup quarterback. That's what people can't lose sight of. He's the backup. He's the backup to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's coming is is on the mend. I mean, two years ago when he came to this team, people were lauding it as the best free agent addition this team's made in forever because of he kept that season alive for them. 
And at that point, Bo, he hadn't been a backup. He had been a sub starter competing for starting jobs. And so I, I do think this is, this is where he's supposed to be yeah. now. And I can also push back and we had gotten some Intel early in the off season that they were talking to Joshua Dobbs. They've watched enough tape of Colt McCoy that they feel obviously feel comfortable with Colt McCoy. That's not breaking news here, but anybody like a Dobbs S kind of player outside of you get some mobility with Dobbs or Jacoby Brissett or even Gardner Minshew. They feel like like Colts in that same category. That's what they, that's what they're telling you with their actions here is we believe Colt and Gardner Minshew and Jacoby Brissett and Joshua Dobbs, they're all in this big pot together. And some guys do do certain things better, can move around. Whereas Colt McCoy, and we saw it last year, he had a couple plays uh, against the LA Rams where, where he can beat you with his intellect and, and they, they value that. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, it. It's just a matter of, of, you know, can a guy at 37, you know, as we look at five to eight weeks, potentially, that's that's a grind. I mean, to even on on the the shorter end of that five, is is asking a lot from a guy at, that's gone through it, neck, calf, throwing multiple throwing arm, yeah. you know, injuries that he's dealt with. So claims he's healthy, um, but you know it's it's such a it's such a you know rigorous game. You know he takes one hit, one bad hit, and he's mm-hmm. he's done. So regardless. N- it's I, like I said, I think Toon's going to have a really good opportunity to be his backup. And with that being said, you know, there's going to be, you'd have to imagine if he's playing it even five games, he's going to have an opportunity to get in there and run this offense. And now with the additions of the extra quarterback that they can hold on the roster with the yeah. rule changes, I think it's going to be Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon and Kyler Murray. You know, once we hit the uh, tail end of the season, uh, but, you know, Colts just never going to be my ride or die. Unlike my friends at Circle K, we're, we're so excited. They're, he's he's basically he's an average uh, convenience store, whereas I'm ready to do a long term deal with Circle K because we're, we're excited about our partnership. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection. I got my coffee somewhere else this morning. Immediately fell it fell ill right afterwards. I had to take a couple times and I'm like. Why did I get away from my my Circle K? It's America's thirst stop, right? Polar Pops stay cold longer. They got the best iced coffee. I might get one after the show. 12 packs of beer, $9.99. Red Bull, 12 ounces, two for $5.75. Monster energy drinks, whatever it may be. I love my Maricopa uh, Circle K. It's always hopping. You can find one nearest to you because here, here's the deal. You're going to be uh, interested in joining an exclusive club it's the Circle K SMS Subscriber Club. All you got to do, take your smartphone and text PHNX to 31310. That's PHNX 31310. Text that number and get a buy one, get one free 32-ounce Polar Pop, whatever you want. Dabble Dr. Pepper, Coke, Diet Coke. I'm an iced tea guy, unsweetened. You get a buy one, get one free. Head to your CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find the nearest Circle K to you, Bo. Can't go wrong with more furniture either. We love our partnership with more furniture. Obviously, you can save best on, save big on the best furniture in the valley. And it was a scorcher this week and continues to be. Take advantage of their white glove delivery. You find something over at morefurniture.com that you want for your living room, your dining room, kids' room, your bedroom, your entertainment center, your office. You'll find something for yourself. I guarantee it. You go there, morefurniture.com, you, you buy it, and then also you. Take advantage of that white glove delivery. They'll deliver it to your place, your condo, your house, uh, your apartment. They'll get rid of all the packing materials. They'll set it up for you. They'll put it exactly where you want it. They'll move it around. You can even be picky about it. 
They'll put it exactly where you want. Take advantage of the white glove delivery. Take advantage of all the deals that they have right now on the website. Morefurniture.com. Save big on the best furniture in the Valley with More Furniture. That's morefurniture.com. Um, so our friends at the PHNX Sun, uh, Sun Show gets, they get endless content and then we love them and we love our, uh, we love our Phoenix Suns cause they're doing everything they can to, to try to win a championship for this great city. Uh, Matt Ishbia has been a man on a mission since he took over the Suns back in February, shortly after he traded for Kevin Durant, ever heard of him. And then they just got Bradley Beal, perennial all-star in the Eastern conference to go with Devin Booker. So I wanted to pose a little bit of a of a question to my co-hosts and to everybody in the chat. Let's say the Cardinals had their own rendition of the Suns last, let's call it six months, right? What would it have to look like for the Arizona Cardinals to set the NFL world on fire that was equivalent, that is equivalent, of what the Phoenix Suns have done? And I would imagine, Bo, for you, it would have to start with maybe an ownership change. So you're looking for a Durant deal and a Beal deal? I need two. I'm going to, well, and it, if you consider Kyler Murray, Devin Durant a wash now, that's mm-hmm. that's that's blasphemy to a lot of people. I'm going to go with that theory, but you guys could say it could be Caleb Williams in the chat. Whatever you want to do, a, a trio of elites plus maybe a new owner, that's mm-hmm. what I need. I need a comparable. Maybe producer Shane also getting the people going in yeah. the chat. You I, put I, out one of yours. Yeah, I think it's – is it Caleb, Marvin Harrison Jr., and then you got Paris Johnson Jr. as the third part of that? But see, I'm going to I'm gonna go off the deep end here, and I'm going to say it's you're trading for a star. Okay. And here's, here, here's the one I did, and everybody can follow suit. So I kept Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I said Kyler Murray comes back this year as a great year. And the, he and Devin Booker are like the same age anyway. I mean, Kyler Murray's back with a vengeance. He's your building block. The team is sold to Jeff Bezos, right? Jeff Bezos now owns the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is your Devin Booker. I agree. You draft Marvin Harrison Jr., right? There's the second portion of the triplets. But let's say Justin Jefferson has a falling out with the Minnesota Vikings and he's available and you trade for him. That's the Durant piece that you bring back. You bring back a Justin Jefferson veteran player, maybe the top one or two player at his position in the NFL, and you go Bezos, Kyler Murray, Marvin Harrison Jr., Justin Jefferson. If you want to go Caleb, Marvin, Justin Jefferson, that's fine. But I'm doing I'm doing a couple splashes. <laughs> if you, I'm if doing a couple splashes. You're into that kind of thing. If you're well just because the Suns yeah. had the whole what's the homegrown talent? That's Kyler that's Kyler Murray, that's Devin okay. Booker, and then okay. they had a couple of trades. All right. Uh, I think, you know, Jettas might be too young. Uh, you probably have to go veteran, right? Just because Katie's up there. Beal's a little bit older as well. Like mm-hmm. way older. It's, it's Katie. But the NBA is a little different, yeah. you know. Um, but somebody who's been around who, who is still looking for, is, is still trying to chase a ring. Man, I think you got to get somebody on the defensive side of the football. Uh, and who could fit that mold? Like, cause you can find somebody obviously that fits like Jefferson on the offense. But if you're, if you're looking for that one person on the other side, you got to get Is it like offensive wise. And it's a, it's a pat. It's gotta be like a pass rusher. Yeah. No I doubt mean, about it. If Aaron Donald wasn't in your division, I mean, but how much football does he have left? It would have to be a pass rusher. Son Reddick guy is pretty good. Oh God. And then of course, <laughs> Nick, Nick Bosa's in your division. That's not happening. That's why I went with like, 
the greatest show on turf 2.0 is with Marvin Harrison, Justin yeah. Jefferson, and Kyler Murray. I just think that would be fun. I don't know how many games that's going to win, um, but Marvin Harrison Jr. and Justin Jefferson would be would be unbelievable. Shane, do you want to get on camera and give your opinion? Okay, go ahead. I, I have the ticket. Okay. So, so Kevin Durant is Devontae Adams. You, you okay. trade okay. for Devontae Adams. I don't hate that's that. Your, that, that okay. that's, your, that's your guy who, you know, has always been one of the best at his position. Not as much long-term success as you would think he would have. Devontae Adams is the trade-in. Kyler Murray is your Devin Booker. I agree with that. Yeah. You're Bradley Beal. And hear me out on this one. Injury-prone, had two really good years. Beal's only a two-time All-Star, I believe. But is unbelievable at one thing. And that one thing is pass rush. You go and get Jamal Adams. And Jamal Adams is your brother. Oh, no, get out of here. <laughs> That's what it is. I liked your, I liked your opinion. Jamal Adams. Bradley, Beal's, Bradley Beal's awesome. But he's You're like he, Frank he, the he's, Tank with the bread maker in old school. He's trying to give it away with old broken down Jamal Adams. He's got three speeds. Well, Jamal Adams, the safety. We already have one of those. His name's Isaiah Simmons. They're oh the same player. You're such a hater. You're such a hater. All right, that's all. I, I will, I'll I'll own being a hater of Jamal Adams. No way. <laughs> oh, well, no, I was talking about his hatred like, of Isaiah like Simmons. Ban ban him. Ban him in the chat. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, all right, Daniel, we agree. Suns are going to win a championship next year. And then they, they still have DeAndre Ayton. They could trade for pieces, but. I th- I do think Kyler's got to be a part of the the triplets because mm-hmm. it's too it's like the the expectation is the Suns are going to win it this year, whereas you take Caleb Williams you're going to have to wait a, a hot minute for him to get acclimated and I don't know I I the more this the time goes by and the closer we get to the season if Kyler Murray's out there running around I, I think he's going to reinvigorate the fan base if he's standing around or he, if he were still on crutches it'd be one thing. We got these videos of him on the beach throwing a football. He's been in every OTA mini camp practice. Bull Brock, I, I think people are sleeping on the Kyler Murray rejuvenation, the Kyler Murray comeback of sorts, and the rebuilding with this fan base. Because there, there was a time if you guys didn't follow the show that Kyler Murray, it was Kyler Murray's town. Mm-hmm. Now, like Devin Booker, they they had the bubble run, but it was everybody was fired up about Kyler Murray, and it it has changed quickly. Got Hans shot first, Kyler Harrison Jr. and TJ Watt. Well, that's a good one. That's, that's a very good one. Another Watt brother back in for that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's it's tough with trios in the. I mean, the NFL obviously you, you need depth, and and that's what Monty's got to kind of start to figure out this this off season, and uh, he's he's starting to do it. Johnny, did you uh, for Father's Day? Did you get that Manscaped package that uh, we chipped in in for you? Uh, no, I have my own because Manscaped. Oh. Uh, and I have been in an exclusive relationship for some time. Uh, and if you see, uh, this is all premeditated, partner, and I'm taken care of for my friends at Manscaped. I was in my pool all weekend, though, yeah. and I didn't look like uh, Sasquatch in the chat. I didn't look like, you know, a big hairy oaf. I look like a, a well-pedigreed uh, man here in Maricopa, yeah. and that's because of Manscaped. Absolutely. You're taking advantage, and you're celebrating Smooth Sack Summer, as you should, right? It's, yes. a, it's a celebration for this entire season. and. Do it for yourself as well. Get in on board. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Manscaped.com, 20% off plus free shipping while you use our code PHNX. You can uh, make sure you've, you've got everything 
just locked in to be as manscaped and well manicured all summer long. Get that performance package 4.0. It has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. That lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, cutting edge ceramic blade, reduced grooming accidents, no problems there. That uh, takes away some of the worry. Also, you got the, it's waterproof. You can use it beach, lake, shower, pool. Uh, out there on Johnny's Baja shelf. Get out there and just start trimming yourself. Uh, most importantly, you got that crop preserver, ball deodorant. Two free gifts as well come along when you use that promo code PHNX. You get the Performance Package 4.0. You get the Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. So you can just take it around, take it with you wherever you want to go. Wearing sandals is uh, some nasty toenails. I think that's a that's an offense. Like you get on a plane and you're wearing sandals, you better have those toenails taken care of. Take a look at the Shears 2.0, the luxury nail grooming kit. The kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. Scissors. 20% off, free shipping. Can't find a better deal than this. PHNX is the code to use at manscaped.com. Get 20% off, free shipping with that code PHNX at manscaped.com. Celebrate smooth sex summer with the boys. Get on board or get left behind. If you're not checking out the, the many workings of our talented peers at gophnx.com, what are you waiting for? Gerald Borgay dropping that fire for the Suns coverage with the acquisition of Bradley Beal. But if you're just like, I just I just roll with PHNX Cardinals, roll with us and become a diehard. Check out the exclusive member Discord that Bill Brock is posting, uh, highlights, depth chart analysis that you can't find anywhere else. We just got done with our huge Father's Day sale. Buy one, get one half off. You know we got more sales coming down the pipeline. But if you're a diehard, you get a hat and or shirt for free, not once, but every single year you sign up to become a diehard. As we prep, we get ready, not only for Cardinal season, ASU, U of A football season, your one-stop shop is gophnx.com in the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Do not miss your opportunity. Sign up now for more information. Check out the links in the description. Um, teasing tomorrow's show with Bo Brock and I, there was a certain NFL reporter, writer for CBS uh, that put out his top 100 list. Not many Cardinals uh, represented on that list. We're going to break it all down at Minana. We also have a little bit of a special announcement to tease as a result. Check us out. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. Follow him at Bill Brock. Follow me at Johnny Venerable. Follow the show, PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. Hope everybody enjoys the remainder of their holiday. We're back tomorrow. Peace. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.